Legislation known as the USA Freedom Act has been approved by the House Judiciary and Intelligence Committees in separate votes. The legislation is aimed at ending most bulk data collection of citizens' phone and online records by the federal government. The House Intelligence Committee also is considering a similar bill, the FISA Transparency and Modernization Act, which doesn't go as far in curtailing the government's bulk collection of data. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and to discuss these bills, I'm pleased to be joined by Harley Geiger, Senior Counsel and Deputy Director of the Center for Democracy and Technology, a not-for-profit advocacy group. Welcome, Harley. Thank you for having me. What do these bills do, and how do they differ? So the main thing that the bills do is they both address uh, in different ways and with different degrees of effectiveness what we call the bulk collection of data under uh, national security surveillance authorities. What they're specifically addressed at is the uh, population scale collection of data of U.S. persons, that is, people in the United States, and this was directly related to the revelations that came out of the uh, summer of Snowden that the NSA was collecting the telephone records of everybody in the entire country. The House Judiciary's USA Freedom Act is much more effective, in our opinion. Uh, it does not have as many loopholes. And the House Intelligence Bill uh, makes some minor improvements, but actually does not get the job done. What do you like about specifically what's in the USA Freedom Act, and where are those minor improvements in the uh, FISA Transparency and Modernization Act that failed to do what you would hope it would do? The uh, advocacy community, the, the civil liberties community, asked for three main things when it comes to addressing this particular issue of bulk collection. And I should be clear that the bulk collection issue is not the only problem that was raised by the Snowden disclosures. There are still many other problems related to NSA surveillance, but this is a major one. There are three things that we said were necessary to have effective bulk collection reform. Number one is to end bulk collection for all types of data. It's common knowledge that the now that the NSA is collecting the telephone records of everyone in the country, but they did up until about 2011, also do the same thing for email metadata. So they got internet metadata, and they claimed, the Department of Justice claimed the authority to engage in bulk collection of many other types of data, in fact. Uh, they said any type of data that shows hidden relationships, uh, which can include things like cell phone location information, financial records, and more. We said that it is not sufficient to simply end the bulk collection of telephone metadata when we know that other types of data can be collected in bulk as well. The second thing is to say that we wanted to see bulk collection end under multiple authorities. It could not just be ended under Section 215 of the Patriot Act, which is the legal authority that the uh, telephone uh, bulk collection program takes place under today, because we also know that when the government had collected internet metadata in bulk, they did so under a different law. They did so under what's called the pen trap statute. Uh, and then there are other laws as well, uh, national security letters specifically, that raise this same concern. So we said, do not just address the, the Section 215 of the Patriot Act, and instead address multiple authorities. The third thing was a requirement of prior court approval. So the FISA courts, which is the nation's secret surveillance court, would need to approve the surveillance prior to it taking place. And on these three counts, the USA Freedom Act actually accomplishes these requests. It does end bulk collection for all, to all these uh, types of data. It does it under uh, 215 of the Patriot Act. It does it under the pen trap statute. And it does it under national security letters. And it preserves the requirement of prior court approval. And the way that it, it 
actually ends bulk collection is by saying that the government actually must list a specific selection term that describes uniquely a person, account, or entity in its application for, for records, which it had not been doing in the previous bulk collection orders. In contrast, the House Intelligence Bill at least as it was introduced. Now, I should caveat here that the House Intelligence Committee uh, did have a markup today, which is uh, Thursday, and we don't know quite what their bill is going to look like after that markup because, unfortunately, they have their markups all closed, uh, which makes it very hard for the public to get any information at all. As introduced, at least, the House Intelligence Bill failed on all three counts, as a matter of fact. It did not end bulk collection for all types of data. Conspicuously missing is financial data. Uh, is missing from their list of data for which bulk collection cannot be undertaken. It also did not end bulk collection under all types of authorities. It said that you cannot engage in bulk collection under Section 215 of the Patriot Act, but it did not say that you uh, could not engage in bulk collection of telephone records under the pen trap statute. Lastly, it does actually remove prior court approval. It says that instead of having to go to the FISA court prior to the, uh, undertaking the surveillance, the government merely has to get prior uh, court approval after the surveillance has taken place or potentially while the surveillance is taking place, but not before. In those three counts, USA Freedom Act actually gets the job done, and the HIPSI bill does not. So what happens next? The USA Freedom Act was uh, marked up in House Judiciary uh, yesterday, which is Wednesday. It passed on a unanimous vote. That is a strong signal to congressional leadership that this should be the reform vehicle. It has a lot of co-sponsors. It has a lot of public support. People are not thrilled that it doesn't go further than it does because, as I said, there are still several problems that are not addressed by USA Freedom. However, it is the best of the bunch. In, in contrast, the House Intelligence Bill, it, it, last time I checked, it only had uh, co-sponsors from the House Intelligence Committee. There was not as much public support. So I think congressional leadership is going to have a pretty clear choice on their hands. We're not sure what they're going to do about it. But the next step is for the bills to go to the House Rules Committee and then a floor vote. We will be watching to ensure that there are no uh, amendments to weaken the bill any further. Otherwise, it may cause the, at least the civil liberties community to remove their support of the bill. Is there any indication the Senate's going to take up this bill? Absolutely. Senator Leahy, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, did introduce contemporaneously with uh, Mr. Sensenbrenner a Senate version of the USA Freedom Act, and it was identical. When the House Judiciary Committee did pass USA Freedom, Senator Leahy praised the passage and but then also pointed out that there were several problems that he wanted to address in the Senate process, which we thought was uh, very positive. And he said that he would take it up this summer. The stronger the House vote is in favor of USA Freedom, the easier it will be for the Senate process to move forward. For now, the unanimous vote out of the House Judiciary Committee, which is often divided on many matters, is a very positive sign. You suggest that perhaps Senator Leahy may make some changes in that. Could that be dangerous in the sense that you, if you have such unanimous agreement from a House committee and, and that could move to the House to pass the entire bill, shouldn't the Senate just take up exactly the exact wording of that bill and get it done and address these other problems some other time? So this is a little bit of inside baseball, but I think that one of the reasons that the House Judiciary Committee's manager's amendment of USA Freedom did not take certain steps was because they knew that the House Intelligence Committee would get a crack at it. They did not want to give the House Intelligence Committee a license to open up certain parts of the statute. 
the uh, USA Freedom, as it was marked up in House Judiciary yesterday, was passed out of House Intelligence today unchanged, uh, which, again, we think is uh, very positive. And that was an, our understanding of what the agreement was between House Judiciary and House Intelligence. For a while, it was looking like that agreement was going to be violated um, by the manager's amendments, but it did not happen today. What does the White House think of all this? The White House, I, I don't know what they're saying behind the scenes, but I do know that House Judiciary was working closely with the White House to ensure that uh, the White House had some of its requests met. The president earlier this year had said that they were going to release some legislative um, uh, proposals, uh, not specific language, but principles that they wanted to see for the reform of the bulk collection program that currently exists. They did so, and the House Judiciary Bill uh, does meet those requests from the administration. There is still going to be a, a program whereby the government can obtain call records, telephone records, within two hops of a target and with certain judicial review. But the House Judiciary Bill actually doesn't take the opportunity to go any further than what the administration had asked for. It's, it's sort of a narrow reading of what the administration wanted. I am personally not sure whether the administration is going to come out publicly and support uh, USA Freedom, the bill that passed House Judiciary does give the administration what it had asked for. And then some. It does go further. Uh, the administration had not taken a position on ending bulk collection under other authorities. They really focused their asks on the call, the telephone record program. You used to work for Congress, and, and you observe Congress, and uh, it sounds like there's a certain amount of agreement there, but doesn't mean that necessarily that legislation is going to get passed. Do you think this will get passed? I do actually think that this will get passed. I think that it's uh, the fact that it just cleared both House Judiciary and House Intelligence, presuming that there is not some sort of last-minute major change in the House Rules Committee. I do think that it will uh, be brought up on the House floor on, a, on, on suspension uh, so that there will be limited amendments, probably limited debate, and I would suspect that it would pass. I think that it would probably pass even if it were stronger. There is a lot of anger at the extent of the surveillance that is taking place, and I think that there is actually even willingness to go further than what the USA Freedom Act currently does. Interesting. Well, we'll stay tuned. Thanks, Harley. Thank you. Thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate it. I've been speaking with Harley Geiger of the Center for Democracy and Technology for Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.